Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Hi, this is Megan Cloherty, investigative reporter for WTOP News. If you like top news from WTOP, we think you'll love our new podcast called the DMV Download, where we take a more in-depth look at the biggest local stories of the day happening in our area. We hope you check it out. In the hospital in D.C., I'm Luke Luker. A new COVID booster targeting the Omicron strain could be available as soon as next week. Now armed with a picture, police want help identifying the man who grabbed a woman while wearing no pants on a local trail. I'm Christy King. President Biden condemns MAGA Republicans on the campaign trail. Politico's John Harris at 410. This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Liberty Mutual Insurance. I'm Matt Piper in New York. The FDA has authorized the first updated COVID-19 boosters in the U.S. designed for those as young as 12. The shots by both Pfizer and Moderna target the highly contagious BA5 Omicron subvariant. Health reporter Sabrina Cupid. The CDC's advisory committee on vaccine practices still has to sign off on the shots, but that's expected to happen. They'll have two days of meetings starting tomorrow. And once the CDC does give its approval, patients 12 and older will be able to get the Pfizer shot and anybody 18 and older will be able to get the Moderna shot as long as it's two months since their most recent dose of the original vaccine. If you wish you were working from home, you're not alone. The latest Gallup poll finds that just 6% of employees want to be in the office all of the time and some 34% want to work permanently from home. More than 70 million workers say their job can be done remotely and 60% are looking for a long-term hybrid arrangement. The poll authors note that those who don't work where they want to are less engaged, suffer higher burnout, and are more likely to quit. Allison Keyes, CBS News. To Jackson, Mississippi where pallets of bottled water are being unloaded from a truck for distribution to locals who have been running out due to a failure of the city water system. I'm Jim Crystal in Jackson, Mississippi. Church outreach is among the many ways people in the city of 180,000 are coping without a functioning water system. Church members are calling and texting each other on where to find bottled water, which is suddenly a precious and coveted commodity. Another once-flying high social media company is facing some very deep cuts. CBS's Steve Futterman. The maker of Snap- Snapchat Snap is making drastic cutbacks as it deals with serious financial challenges. 20% of its 6,400 employees are set to be laid off, and it's closing a division that's worked with celebrities to produce short films. Snap stock has taken a big dive. It's down around 80%. Snap has 347 million users, but its growth has slowed. Life expectancy for Americans dropped in 2021 for the second straight year, the biggest two-year decline in a century. CBS's Alexander Tin. American life expectancy has fallen again thanks largely to the COVID-19 pandemic and is now the worst since 1996. That's according to new estimates published by the CDC for 2021, which downgraded U.S. life expectancy from 77 to 76.1 years. South Korea may do a public survey to see if they should force members of the BTS boy band to serve in the military. At the close, the Dow lost 278. This is CBS News. Liberty Mutual customizes your car and home insurance. 
so you only pay for what you need. Visit LibertyMutual.com to learn more. 403 on WTOP on this last day of August 2022. We've got sunny skies, low humidity, and 82 in D.C. Good afternoon. I'm Sean Anderson. And I'm John Doman with the top local stories we're following this hour. We begin with developments in Northeast D.C. where three teenagers have been shot in two different locations. Near schools around the city this morning, police still looking for the gunman in one of those shootings. Before 10 a.m., a student walked into Idea Public Charter School here on 45th without a uniform and then left when he was asked to wear it. Shortly after, two other students walked in and tried to avoid the metal detector. Those two students, when they got challenged about being wand, they elected to leave the school. D.C. Police Chief Robert Conti says those three students got into a fight and one pulled a gun and shot the others. One was shot in the arm, the other in the stomach. 15-year-old student has been arrested. This is what we see happen when young people are in possession of firearms. Earlier this morning, another teen was shot in the chest two miles away, not too far from Bard High School. Conti says they're in stable condition, but no arrest has been made. Luke Luger, WTOP News. Should Fairfax County rename another district in the county? Earlier this year, the county's redistricting advisory committee recommended that the Sully District in western Fairfax be renamed because of its historical ties to the Confederacy and slavery. Fairfax Now says a virtual meeting will be held tomorrow night. That'll give residents a chance to weigh in on all this. Back in June, what was known as the Lee District was renamed the Franconia District. Police need help identifying a man who's been targeting women and girls who use a popular trail in Fairfax County. He tried to grab a teenager Tuesday. In recent weeks, he's grabbed a woman while wearing no pants, and there were other cases of indecent exposure. Police think the same guy is responsible in all the cases all happening on or near the Washington and Old Dominion Trail. We're asking our community to check their cameras. Maybe their cameras caught something that could be helpful to our investigation. Fairfax County Police Sergeant Tara Gerhard says flyers soon will be posted. The man police want is white or Hispanic, 5'5 to 5'8, 30 to 40 years old with an athletic build. He's been seen wearing a dark colored headband and a yellow exercise vest. In Reston, Christy King, WTOP News. 405, a nonprofit is honoring those killed in war, uh, World War II by telling their stories. They're now hoping to encourage others to join that effort. Stories Behind the Stars started as a hobby for Don Milne a few years ago but it soon began to grow. It is a huge undertaking. He says writing a short biography for each of the 421,000 fallen soldiers was an important mission for him. And then I had other people saying, can I help write stories? They're now working with Arlington National Cemetery to tell the stories of the 8,000 World War II service members buried there. When we're done with the remaining names, anyone can go up to any of those 8,000 grave sites at Arlington and on their smartphone read that person's story. And Milne says it'll take even more volunteers. I'm hoping to get about another 100 people involved. If we do that, we can easily get them done by the end of this year. Melissa Howell, WTOP News. If you've been to Old Town Alexandria recently, you've probably noticed some of the efforts they're making to make that area more pedestrian friendly. And now the city wants to hear whether you like it or not. Since Memorial Day and through Labor Day weekend, King Street in Old Town has been a pedestrian 
only zone from Union Street down to the water. Now the city of Alexandria is asking for feedback on the pilot program. The online form will be taking feedback through September 13th before the city decides whether to make it permanent. Last October, the city council approved the permanent closure to traffic in the 100 block of King Street. That plan was in the works even before COVID with the hope of helping businesses expand their outdoor dining options. Neil Loggenstein, WTLP News. President Biden terms some of the support of MAGA as semi-fascism. How's that playing? We'll talk to John Harris of Politico coming up, 407. Here's a highlight from Bill Wright, the Senior Director for North American Government Affairs at Splunk on the Zero Trust Cyber Exchange presented by Kerasoft. Whatever threats we face, data will really be the primary source for countering it. So the key is finding the right data, having the tools to understand what that data is in fact trying to tell you, and then having the ability to act on it quickly and act on it confidently. Listen to the entire discussion on Federal News Network. Search Zero Trust Cyber Exchange. Technology advances like cloud, mobile, and microservices are transforming the public sector to deliver. This episode is brought to you by Zelle. Whenever you're sending money through an app or online, it's important to do it safely. Here are a few helpful tips. First, always make sure you know and trust the person you are sending money to. Second, Confirm you have entered their contact details correctly. And finally, if you don't trust the person or your recipient is rushing you to send money right away, think twice before sending money through an app or online. 